and Barner. Hey, Karen Devaney, we need a promo. You know, like where we talk about what we do on our podcast. On our sugar-coated murder podcast? Like how we love to bake and talk about murder? That's what we need to talk about. There you go. I think we've talked about it. Y'all find us on all your favorite listening apps. Stay sweet. And don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you. Hi, it's Aureline from Spooky and Strange, and I'm here to remind you that this podcast contains mature language, so please be mindful of who around you can hear it. Also, we assume that you have watched the show that we will be discussing, because there are spoilers ahead, but really, it's been out for a while, so get caught up already. (laughs) Enjoy! Okay. Okay. I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the Rewatch Recap. I'm Dustin. And I'm Marlene. Hello. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like that this week. I don't know either. Today we are at the penultimate episode for season one of The Magicians, titled 39 Graves. Ooh. Oh. I love the I love the word penultimate. I yeah, that's it. a that's a good word. Yeah. Okay, well, before Orlean begins the recap, I just want to remind all of you of the Patreon with our extra pre-show chats every Tuesday and early episode releases on Fridays. It's only $3 a month, and find the link in the show notes. So, yeah. Oh, and while you're at it, leave us a rating on Apple, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you're listening. So, yeah. Like I was saying, it's the penultimate episode, and I like using that word because it's... I don't know. It just sounds like really official. <laughs> yeah, it is. Instead of, instead of saying next to last. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. It means next to last. It's the finale eve. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> Santa Claus is not coming this time, though. Oh. Not this time. So are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. All right. Previously on The Magicians, all the way back in the beginning of the season, Alice and Quentin did a very hasty, stupid spell together, and then the beast came to break bills. Mm-hmm. A fillery sigil was burned into Quentin's hand, but no one understood anything at the time. Penny ended up in the Netherlands and discovered the library, which is kind of a big deal. Julia joined up with Richard and his cult, who are trying to turn back time. Literally. I just, sorry. I, <laughs> I was like, I know you heard me take a breath. I was like, oh, it makes me so mad. I'm like, and we also found out that he was a drug addict who like left his son in a hot car. Yes. Everybody in the group has regrets that they're basically trying to like make up for. Uh, they're not really the greatest people, apparently. Uh, they're or they've all done some pretty bad things, too. Yeah, they've the done things they regret. Um, speaking of time. The Scooby gang tried to banish their emotions in order to learn battle magic in a previous episode, and Quentin got in his own fucking way once again, <laughs> and he cheated on Alice with Elliot and Margot. I know. Ooh. What if you tried sleeping with someone you don't live in the same house with? I know. Like, I mean, uh, it's still that more awkward, but still. Still. Well. Uh, then Julia met a goddess and was given instructions to find the way. And wow, now New York City at night. Julia and Katie are questing for the man under the bridge. They ring a doorbell on a door with a faceless goddess. And the door opens to rap music and somebody screaming in Spanish. And the sound of video games. Yeah. It's like, what the, what is this? (laughs) I know. They're like, what are we? Then a man, there's a man in a suit sitting on a couch and he stands up and he recognizes them and welcomes them. And they hand over Forsythia and Honeycomb as offerings. And he says, muy bien. What about the platinum? 
And Julia says they didn't bring it. And he's like, okay, bye. And she's like, wait, but we did bring something of great and shining worth. Our faith. Ugh, it feels so weak. <laughs> it's we such like faith. a con job when you're like, Julia. Um, but he says he likes it, but he's sensing skepticism from Katie. And she's like, I'm trying. And he says that her mother used her faith, but Our Lady will show her a miracle to bring back her faith. And he touches her forehead and Katie gasps and shocked and is like, what did you do? And I guess he like found the faith in her. Yeah, there it is, faith. (gasps) And he says, "Uh, why are you here? And Julia says, we want an audience. He's like, yeah, why do you deserve to see her? And then he pulls Julia close, like dangerously. And he's kind of like forcing her to like confess in a way. He like sees through her bullshit, basically. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, look, I I want to heal and help my friends. And he's like, no, magicians always want power. Always. And she's like, yeah, I used to want power. But now I want to do whatever I'm supposed to do with my life. And I'm trying to reach something higher. Mm-hmm. And he says, our lady waits. She watches. She weeps. But today she smiles. And he gives them an invocation for Our Lady. And then he gives her some advice. Says, you can't unring a bell, so be certain when you call. And then he waves his hand and whoosh, they're back in the alley. Hot damn. And the magician's opening. We're back at the physical house. Penny is sitting on the floor, just observing everyone. (laughs) We see Alice and Quentin standing awkwardly apart from each other, not looking at each other. Elliot is sitting by the window, smoking, and Margot is just staring into space. And Penny goes, all y'all look like you did a crime last night. (laughs) He's very perceptive. In the laws of the house, yes, they did. (laughs) They really did. Um, and everyone is like flashing back to the emotional explosions and the and the sex that happened. And Penny is like, okay, probability says one or more terrible endings is coming soon. We need to get moving. And he's trying to get them to make a plan, but they aren't paying attention. He's like, we can't get lost in the Netherlands. If we get separated, we're dead. And they're all just like zoning out and like flashing back and he's like what the fuck is going on i'm like get it together my god and quentin is like we're not okay but alice is like we're fine and everyone's like really prickly and just like we're fine we're fine we're fine and penny is like you people need to stow your shit and for once quentin goes hey we get it give us a goddamn minute and he looks like he's about to cry Mm-hmm. So things are tense at the physical house. <laughs> I mean, it is the physical house. <laughs> Don't other people live here? Do you think everyone else in their rooms like, God damn it, they're taking... They're... It's like the, the breakup episode of Friends. <laughs> Everybody's like... just stuck in there. Like, I'm glad I packed some like, candy bars in my room. Yes, and... like they hear the fighting and they're like, God damn it, those drama queens are taking over again. <laughs> you know what? If they like, if like Elliot and Margot had that like, that doorway to London, to that London pub. Oh, everyone's just going through. Or everybody's that. got like a doorway in their own yes. uh, closet. Like they just go straight somewhere else. Like I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so funny. Like if you're in one of the Breakville students' rooms and the door is cracked and you just start to hear like Alice yell and Quentin get all weird and you're like, fucking, you close the door <laughs> and like go get your keys and your phone and you're like, I'm, I'm heading out. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry. Go through your closet. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of that movie where the guy would go into the closet and then he would look and he wouldn't be there anymore. And it turned out to be like a secret passageway. What Um, is that movie? I think it's Real Science. Oh, I I don't know that. Or Real Genius. Real Genius with Val Kilmer. I've never seen that. Yeah. It's really weird. That's fun. All right. So we're at Julia's apartment and everyone is celebrating. It's a party. Except Julia who is still just kind of nervous or like unsure about everything. Yeah, she feels iffy about the whole thing. Very smart. Uh, Because everyone else is, well, okay, first 
Um, I can't remember the woman's name. I think the one with cancer who she says, there's always some creepy guy when you're about to blow the patriarchy's head out of its ass. Ooh. And I was like, what a line. Um, and then she says, everything is about to change. Everything. And she says it as a toast, but we are like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm so scared, you guys. Everything is about to change, but you're not thinking. Yeah. And about, we already know what's coming, basically. You don't know how and bad like, this could be. Yeah. And we're ping-ponging back and forth between this and the physical house, where Alice is drinking alone in her room, and Penny knocks, and he's like, you're the sanest. Can you tell me what's going on? And she's like, no. And she's just, like, drinking. And he's like, what are you drinking? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, what did Quentin do? And she says, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, okay, can I have a drink? And they're like, this sucks. And he shares that he used to drink Midori in high school because he was trying to get the voices to go away. And he says this because he's trying to say, like, he's not judging her for drinking alone in her room. Right. He gets it. But he can tell she's trying to make something go away. And he's like, do you want to talk about it? Like trying to open a door. Yeah. Um, and I noted that even in this emotional anguish, can't even relax her fucking hairstyle and put the other side of her hair <laughs> behind her ears. I told you that I was serious about this. <laughs> Do them both or none at all? Come on. <laughs> it just, it pisses me off. Um, and anyway, Penny says nothing works forever, but if you want to get through the next hour, da, da, da. And I was like, Aww. it's definitely sex or pills or both. <laughs> I mean, with Penny, you never know, but I mean, I'm, re I'm ready to go on that, take that leap and find yes. out what, what happens. Let's go. There. Uh, back at. <laughs> Back at Julia's apartment, Richard is drinking water because he's sober, as we know. And he asks Julia what's bugging her. And he's like, Katie seems better. And Julia's like, I, yeah, I don't know why I feel this way. She just has this like floating anxiety or doubt or something. She says something like, I'm, or I said, I don't know if she said it or if I say it. <laughs> I remember in my notes, like, she has doubts because the bridge dude saw doubt in her. Yeah. Kind of a catch-22 in a way. Right. Um... And, like, don't trust anybody, Julia. Everybody is, like, messing with your head. Um, mm -hmm. But Julia or Richard says, stop worrying for now. You can worry tomorrow, but you don't have to worry because our intentions are pure. As if he's a fucking child who has never had anything go wrong in his life. Mm -hmm. um, and then he says, tonight should be about Dionysus. And they look like they're going to kiss. And I'm like, oh, no. And then they are kissing and tumbling into bed. And I'm like, ah, uh, ah, ah, uh, I need an adult. Uh, and I know, like, if you haven't seen the show before, you're like, what? It's cute. They met. They like they're hitting it off. It ain't cute, guys. It really isn't. They're not drunk. Like, yeah, it's fully consensual. There's nothing. There's nothing weird about it. Like. They they have this pillow talk later, and it's kind of cute because she's like, what if this crazy plan works? What's next for Richard? And he's like, well, it's kind of up to what happens, but I'll miss you. And she says, I'll miss you. And, like, it's a cute moment. Yeah. I'm like, he what? Says, he's leaving right after he meets the goddess. I'm leaving. She's going to send me somewhere. I think, I think because they kind of see themselves after this as missionaries because they believe – in our lady like that's my assumption is that sh they think she's going to do something for them and then they're going to devote their lives to our lady mm. um but anyway he says she's special the thing in her that wants to puzzle everything out i agree um but then he says and i don't agree with this the gods basically got bored and took off because people like julia stopped yelling their names mm, i don't know richard I don't know. He's he's really all in on like we're just gonna call this God. Yeah, and he's he's laying it on thick too. Like we're just gonna call out. this. I I honestly think it's because everyone but Julia and maybe Katie have deluded themselves 
into thinking that magic didn't fix things before, but it can fix things this time. Yeah. I really think that's where they are mentally. And that's why Julia is feeling this thing. Cause she's like, I don't know guys, like there's no solution. She's starting to learn that now, really. Right. And I think that's why she's like, I don't know. It's not going to be this easy. Yeah. Something seems a little off here. <laughs> I'm like, we agree. Um, Back at the physical house, Margot and Elliot talk about the event. And she's like, people don't get to be mad at me because I had sex with them. I totally agree. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, you like you didn't do anything wrong. Um, and Elliot is like, we were all messed up on the emotion magic. And Quentin goes, you both ruined my life. I'm like, oh, shut up, Quentin. He's acting right. like he had no action and no involvement at all in this. Um, thankfully, Margot goes, I think you did that 100% yourself. And I'm like, yeah. Margot and Elliot didn't do anything wrong. No. And the <sighs> whole, it's like, you know, that whole, that drunk saying, I wasn't in my right mind or whatever. Like, but do you I mean, I get it. Really do yeah, what you want to do in like, the first place. You're doing it, you know. It's, right. Not it's not like yourself. all of the sudden. It's like how when you're young, you imagine like, if I take ecstasy, I'm just going to start having sex with whoever is like around me. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, that's probably not actually. It's <laughs> most likely not going to happen. But yeah. um, and Elliot is like, I just want to go to Fillory and skip all of this. And I'm like, Elliot, why do you think you would get to skip all of it if you're all together? Like, it's going to keep know, coming it's up. It's coming with you. Like, you need to settle it now. Right. <laughs> um, so I love this scene. Uh, Quentin goes upstairs to Alice's room. But before he can knock on the door, he hears her moaning. And then he hears Penny moaning. Because Alice and Penny are getting it on. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes. And Quentin is like, oh, oh, oh. And he leaves. Thank. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Get out. And, you know, good for Ellis. <laughs> I agree. We don't need to hear. Um, back at Julia's apartment of light, her magical cult is dressed all in white around a circle, getting ready to invoke Our Lady. And meanwhile... I love how you've come around to find... Like, you've come around to really calling them a cult now. <laughs> I mean, I think it's part of the delusional thinking that has really... Plus, they have a specific goal that could end in, um, I don't know, terror. I mean, in the white and cream. Outfits, I love the look. Really it's very... I, mean, I love the look, but, it, you know, it, it screams cult, you know. It does. Uh, Quentin is sitting downstairs doing card tricks behind the stairs, waiting for Alice to come down. And as soon as he does, she's like, did they grab that in you? Like, he just <laughs> pounces on her. Like, as, he was clearly sitting there waiting like I'm so mad at him. <laughs> I just love the impression, the way you did it. It was hilarious. Four and, stars. Thanks. And she goes, "Oh no, you don't get to shame me. You slept with two people. We broke up." And he's like, "I I made a mistake. You aimed a weapon." And I want to be like, "Hey, bro, you didn't have to come upstairs. Nobody rubbed it in your face." I know. And her retort's like, I'm glad it hurt. It should hurt. Like, it should. You not only cheated on me with two people, it's two of our friends and who we live with. <laughs> I mean. Talk about blowing yeah, shit up. Or, you know, shitting where you eat or whatever. Oh, my you God. Know. Yes. Um, And then so Elliot shows up emotionless and he's like, we have to fight the beast because they're all doing the emotional bottling ritual again. And I think this is a huge mistake. Yeah, no, don't do that. Just and like, Alice doesn't do it at first. And I was like, yes, but then they all look at her and she does it. And I'm like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea, guys. It worked out so well last time. <laughs> and Alice is like, I wish I clearly would have killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, but again, I was not in the right state. I'm glad the, I put my stuff in the bottle. The fallout of the last time you tried this and you were just like, together is so bad you're gonna I just, okay but they all join hands and they press the button to fillery and, and we go to the netherlands to the netherlands which i thought that the button took you straight to fillery um see that's the thing that always bothered me i was like oh you get a button to fillery but now you get a button to the netherlands but then how would martin have known what fountain to go in 
I know. I'm like, how, did he explore that much? Did he read about it? Did he find the library and somehow, you know. Ooh, maybe he also found the library. I don't know. But, All right. Anyway, Penny yeah. is like, okay, we got to hustle. And they start running. But Alice pulls a Quentin and the map just like flips out of her hands. Oh, it's the wind. <laughs> so fucking dumb. And um, Quentin turns around to get it. And when he turns back, it's the pirate gang girl. Did we get her name last time? Eve. Eve. Yeah. Remember we always said Eves were bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and she was from, I, I was recognizing her. I was like, I know her. She was on uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Like, oh, came out I recognize two. her from uh, how, how to Commit a Murder. Is that what How to Get Away with Murder? How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. She is the protagonist in season one. Okay. Um. Anyway, she says, Quentin, we've been waiting. And she pushes him back through the fountain and then like shoots a fireball at the fountain and he lands in the physical house. Yeah, he comes right back. So the I just others... love how they got out of the water and they were dry completely as they stepped out. It was right, neat. and I feel like last time Penny was soaking wet. Am I wrong? No, he was wet when he apparently came back into the classroom with a bunch of water with him. Oh, that was the time he was okay. wet. The other time he was he was dry when he got out. Magic. Magic. Um, the others escaped the library, but they don't have the map. And Penny's like, hey, maybe we can find that lady I met. And hey, there she is. And she knows them all by name. And she's like, you're late. Oh, no, no. Don't skip over that. But yeah, she, was, she calls them Penny, Alice, Elliot, Janet. And Margo's like, actually, I'm Margo. All right, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, she calls Margot Janet, which is her book name. And then when Margot corrects her, the librarian says, this time. <laughs> I just like how it's an alternate timeline from the books, basically. Yeah. Um, Penny asks if she can help. And she says, yes. And you can stay if you don't hurt the books, if you don't have any food or drink. And then she takes Elliot's flask. And then, oh, no, the emotion bottles count as drinks. And she explodes them. And then Margo screams, I planned my whole outfit around that bottle. Which is the best line. <laughs> this episode has a lot of really good lines. Margo does usually have the best lines. She really does. She can pull it off. That scream was so mad. <laughs> uh, back at Breakbills, finally, somebody went to Dean Fogg. And Quentin is like, I want to know what's going on. And I'm like, finally. I wrote the same thing. I wrote, finally. Where the fuck have you been, sir? It's been 12 episodes. <laughs> where the hell have you been? And Fog goes, we don't have time. And I was like, shut up. And then shut Quentin up. goes, how did yeah. you lose your virginity? And Fog starts to tell him. And then he goes, you dosed me with truth serum. And I'm like, Quentin. Good, sir. Where have you been? I know. Um, stepping it up a notch, buddy. But Fogg basically tells us what we already figured out. Eliza was Jane. Quentin is shocked. <laughs> I thought he knew that already. I thought he had figured that out, too. Uh, but he's like, oh, I hadn't figured that out. And he's like, what does she have to do with the beast? And I was like, wait, Quentin, have you not been following the same storyline we've been following you on? Like, have you not Are you started just that out of it? piece things together? Right? Like... We're further than this. Like, we have better ideas th than Quentin at this <laughs> we point. We would have known a little bit more about something else is up. This right? This can't be just it. Like, like you know. Alice has connected these dots. Come on. Um, Fog asks if Quentin remembers a specific story, one where Jane was allowed to fuck with time on an epic scale, he says. She created a time loop every time she lost to the Beast so she could start over. And as it turns out, this is my favorite line of the entire series, Quentin keeps getting in the way. <laughs> uh. And Fog goes, can you imagine how many times we've had this conversation? 27 times. And like, this is just my favorite twisty, twisty plot twist, maybe of any show ever. And it's only made better by the fact that it wasn't made for Quentin. Quentin like bumbled his way into it and now keeps dying. <laughs> because he says, so what? This is some giant blood-soaked groundhog day? And Fog goes, 
you always bring up that fucking movie. And I still haven't seen it. It's a point of pride now. (laughs) And Quentin is like not amused at all. He's like, look, fucker, what's going on? He doesn't say that. But like, that's Quentin's vibe. He's all out of fucks. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm I'm mad about it. Like, because you find out Fogg's like, you always slip me the truth serum. No, not always. 27 times. I wrote it down because it's interesting. Well, yeah, but I'm like, I mean, if if that many times is too many for me. So I'd be like checking for it every single time. I know. That's why he goes, oh, shit. Like, he's probably always thinking about it, but you can't always. Because I bet it's not always Quentin, too. Maybe. Like, he probably has to think about all of them (laughs) and like what they do each dumbass time. Um. Anyway, Fogg explains, in each loop, Jane alters something to see if it'll change the outcome. And at first, he's like, the sigil. That was Jane trying to, like, move things along. And then he says, so far, all the loops end in your death. And Quentin says, how many times have I died? 39. I know. That's so many. But he's only had this conversation with Fogg 27, which I wrote down because I was like, yeah. hmm. I mean, I guess he would be, you know, maybe the past few times he didn't do it. And then all of a sudden he did it again. You know, that kind of thing. Or like, someone oh. else did it. Or like they tried a different. Who or a was, different scenario. It wasn't always yeah. the same scenario. Different yeah. teacher. Like, yeah, who knows? And Fogg said he's Fogg is like so bitter in this entire conversation now that he can finally say these things. And he goes. If you die a 40th time, at least I won't ever have to have this conversation with you again. (laughs) He goes, Jane's dead. The loop is done and there's no one to reset it. Quentin is like, okay, this is it. I have to survive. And Fogg is like, this isn't my problem. (laughs) I'm like, um. But it's funny. It's not. It's like that class that disappeared. Break bills goes on. They're None just of like, them are special. Problem. Already, you, know, you signed that paper. Yeah, Fog is <laughs> that like, you didn't read. <laughs> we hope and we pray that Jane altered the right thing this time. And Quentin says, okay, what's different this time? And he doesn't dun, answer. Dun, dun. But we cut to Penny. Who is being told, please, no books on the floor. The librarian is saying. I love her style. But her whole vibe is so interesting. It's so sweet and demure and just like... 50s housewife it's very like yeah kind of. retro mod uh yeah um she smiles and sits down next to him and she's like i know you hate it now but travelers wrote our most precious books it's valuable and master travelers seem to love doing it and he says he's looking for any kind of technical guidance in the books and of course she says those books are at another branch i can put in a request for you but we know how long those interlibrary loans take and so he's like is there anything that can help me and she's like if you can stick with it you'll get a handle on it i promise and he says if finally people are starting to catch on and start asking good questions wait a minute you're saying it differently this time like i think penny's the one who actually notices each time isn't he like he's like wait a minute what did you just say like he's done that a couple times more but he's still missed some and okay. he's like, is that from my book? And she says, no spoilers. And I was like, does that mean you've read his book? Or does it mean you've had this conversation 27 to 39 times before? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Because she you did know. say you're late when yeah. they walked in. So I feel like she's observing the loop too, which is so interesting. Um. Well, we she's go back not really to... in the oh. universe. She's outside of their time. So yeah. maybe they just keep, because they keep resetting the timeline on Earth. They end up going there anyway. So she so sees it all the time. The complexity of this plot line instantly starts to spiral out. But um, so we go back to Julia's apartment of light. Someone is knocking. <gasps> it's Quentin. What? Where did everybody hi. go? Yeah. Where did everybody go? Julia said, or. Wait, before we get to that, okay. the thing that's different this time is Julia. She oh, was at right. break bills 39 times. 39. 39. That would make me so mad. Jane thought Julia would get stronger if she had to find magic a different way. And Julia is just like, I was right. I was right. I was right mm-hmm. the whole time. 
And Quentin is like real angsty. He's like, I should have believed you. I should have known. She is very graceful in this moment. And she apologizes for the curse that she and Marina did to him. Mm -hmm. And he accepts the apology and does not share any of his own. Okay, sure, whatever. And she goes, how do we fix this? And he's like, I don't know. I just know I'm going to die soon. (laughs) And I don't want to be mad at my best friend. That's true. Yeah. And they hug. And Julia gets to analyzing everything. Like, how do we how do we do this? And Quentin or she tells Quentin she's seen big magic more than he can imagine. And he's like, well, how'd you do that, Julia? Yeah. He's really like, but there's magic that's not break bills. What? Uh, He has not done a lot of learning so far. Um, Julia says all the others, including Katie, are on a mission from the goddess. And Quentin is instantly skeptical of her. And I'm like, cute. We just went through this. (laughs) Like, you just apologized for not believing her. Oh, I made this little comment. I was like, she Hmm. when they hugged and they made up with each other, she was like, you smell the same. And it just felt... I don't know, but I, I kind of felt it. I was kind of like, you know, it's kind of a big thing when you like, you know, somebody and they have a certain smell, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Their body smell, their chemistry, what they wear all the time, all that stuff. And it's like a, it smells one of the strongest senses. So it kind of, it really powerful. Like when you hug somebody that you've, you know, you love and you're like, oh, you smell them. It's just kind of a. Yeah. You know, I kind of feel like Julia's feelings for Quentin are stronger than Quentin's for Julia, even though at the beginning it seemed opposite. Yeah. Well, because she was with James and you were seeing everything through his eyes. Well, like even when she hated Quentin, she hated him more than he hated her, you know? Um, But uh, Julia says she gave me proof and she shows him a small statue that cries milk. She says it's cool, useless, and kind of gross. It is. It is. It's so weird. It is. Uh, but she gives him a little magic lens, and he sees that it's all magic. And he's like, who did this? And she says, the goddess touched us, all of us, and gave everyone what they asked for. And she says it was like being on ecstasy. And she yeah. says it was fate. And Quentin is like, or a random grouping of individuals, because that idea is new to him. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, and the, the little flashbacks to keep having to the ceremony, like as she's talking and telling, I'm like, this looks weird. It was Something magical, weird Dustin. About it. I don't it know. was magical. Okay. Um, and Quentin <laughs> doesn't really ask more, even though she's like, I met a goddess. He's like, I got to get back to my friends because <laughs> they're you on a mission. You're seeming a little culty. That's why I need to get the hell away from you now. That's not why. He just doesn't care enough. He's like, okay, but like. Uh, there's this thing going on and she's like are you asking to me to go to fillery with you and i didn't think he was but he's like yeah and um probably because she asked that and he feels like he has to say yes even though he's like oh i was hoping you'd help me uh (laughs) and she shows him that she still has their childhood table where they mapped out fillery as kids which is very cute it is very very cute very again i think I don't know. I think Julia has stronger feelings here. Um, Oh, yeah, totally. And she says that the goddess gave her a destiny to find a whole new kind of magic. I'm scared, Julia. I'm scared for you. I know. Um, She said that it was something that couldn't be given. It had to be found. And she bets it's in Fillory. And I bet it's not. (laughs) I bet she's walking into a place she doesn't need to go right now. But apparently, whatever. Yeah. Um, they plot how to get to Fillory. Um, Quentin's plan sounds horribly complicated is to find the Chatwins in the past and follow them through a door at the exact right second that it opens for them, which seems very complicated. I know. I'm like, so you got to figure out when and right. where. The exact place and time and then zap yourself back there. So easy. Because... <laughs> um, you know. Well, he's just learned about time magic. And so he's like, look, let's use it to our advantage. And Julia very smartly says, wouldn't that put us in the past in Fillory too? Which like, we have no idea how Fillory time works. And Quentin is so naive when he explains this. I can't believe it because he's like, well, Julia or Jane went there and made a deal and came back. And once you're there, there's always a way back. 
And it's like, Quentin, haven't we learned about deals and what you have to give up to get magic? Like, yeah, haven't we learned that like the way matters? He's got those rose colored glasses on because they're about to go to Fillory and Julia gets an idea. But before we find out what it is, Margot <laughs> is in the library and she comes in saying, this place is impossible. There's a whole wing of cat paintings. And I'm like, why did you leave? That sounds great. <laughs> a whole wing. I wonder what kind of cat paintings they have. Right? Uh, Elliot has been reading Mike's book. Oh, and he's he like. He called it a novella. Oh, he said his life was happy. He's gone, and it's my fault. And Margo, of all people, you don't understand. I'm like, okay, how are you so connected to this guy after like a day and a half? I think it's because he died dramatically. You know, that leaves such a like. I guess so. Anguish. Um, Plus, Mike didn't have time to disappoint him. You know, he was still in that like idealized state. Yeah. So he looks back and everything was sweet and perfect because it wasn't complicated. Um, but yeah, then he tries to burn Mike's book and the librarian is like, what the fucking fuck? And she's like, get the fuck out of my library. And she banishes them forever. I'm like, everybody. I'm yes. Like, everyone? Really? I thought it was going to be Elliot and Margot, but no, everyone is back out of the fountains. So good job, losers. I know Alice like immediately knows it's Elliot's fault. <laughs> Uh, so Julia and Quentin are at break bills because Richard gave her his alumni key. People are really sloppy with these alumni keys that just like let you into break bills. Um, and they're looking for points in time they might go back to. How do you just go back in time, guys? I'm, how are you I just know, hopping back in time? I know. I'm like, how? How is that I mean, easier? You don't even have the like the plan to get back in time. I, I would try to get that plan right. first. <laughs> And no, then the take them place and the easy where. part. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Julia finds a thesis where a bunch of students went back in time to try to kill Hitler. But in this universe, Hitler was a magician and he killed them all. He called him a bio magician. Yeah, we haven't learned anything about that, though. Like, it sounds like biology or maybe it's bio like the earth, you know. Hmm. I don't know. I'm interested. I feel like we never hear anything about this again, but maybe we do. Um, so Quentin is reading a book and he's reminded of a Chatwin event, April 21st, 1942. And that's when they're going to try going back to. These fucking fucks need to take history. Like there's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like of all the times and places to go back to London, 1942, everybody. I know. Let's yeah. Let's just get right there, right in the middle of all the bombs and right. Have they the taken air raids? Class? Do they have any? Anyway, if you don't know what's coming, uh, but first, back at the fountains, the gang runs into one of the fountain pirates, and he's like, "No, wait, hold up, Josh Holberman, class of sixteen, and it's Josh." I know. I was I'm so happy so that Josh. Happy. I know. Josh became kind of like one of those you know underdog characters. Oh, favorite character, but like. And it's funny because the first time we meet him, I remember feeling nothing, just like, oh, who's this? But this time I was like, Josh. Yay. This show really holds up on rewatch so far. So it really does. Um, Josh takes them to their his little Netherlands basement apartment. Where are their buildings? I Where don't are their know. buildings? What is he under? I'm guessing he may be under a fountain or something. Ow. Anyway, Somehow? I'm so curious. But he's been growing vegetables. He has like a whole grow setup in his place. Don't and eat he the says, carrots. Eat anything but the carrots. They're weirdly psychedelic. <laughs> For some reason. And I Alice, couldn't figure out what Margo was eating because she says this tastes like pizza. Yeah, I thought it was a tomato, but was it an apple? Because it seemed crunchy. But it looked like a pear too. Like I don't know. I don't know. Um, Alice asks how long he's been here, and he says a few weeks. And Margo was like, mm, don't freak out, but you guys are kind of like missing. And it's been two years. <laughs> it's been two years on Earth. Sorry. <laughs> um, so Josh starts explaining what happened. He mentions Victoria. And Penny's like, Victoria, you know her? And Josh is like, you know her? She's the reason we're alive. And he's like, what were you doing? And uh, I can't 
say dumb fucks again, but they were trying to go to Fillory for <laughs> spring break. I mean... Apparently, Victoria was zapping all over the place and just ended up zapping over to Fillory. And then she came back and she was like, Josh, we got to go to Fillory. And then it got around and everyone in the class wanted to go. And they go and it looks really there's a shot and it looks like they have like street lights in the trees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it kind of reminded me of the lamppost from Narnia. Yeah, it's very like um, hippie Narnia magical meadows kind of thing. Yeah. And Josh is like, it was more magical than Breakbills, which isn't hard. Um, Breakbills <laughs> sucks. Yeah, it's kind of plain. It's not, um, you know. And then he starts telling them all about the various like bestialities that they all did. And Margo's like, we get it. You fucked some animals. <laughs> so uncomfortable. There's like a lot of animal fucking in the show, which feels weird to say. I know. There really is. Not in a non-consensual way, though. They're very aware of consent. I know. That's what they said. He was like, yeah, we, we did it with a horse. Oh, God. <laughs> we did it with Victoria a horse. had a three-way with a naiad. And Margo's like, okay, so how did you end up here? He says, a quest. And they should all take this as a warning, but they Mm -hmm. don't. He says he was a trap for Victoria, who was captured by the beast, which, like, we Penny fills that in because all Josh knows is that, like, Victoria never came. And Josh says, oh, my God, you're a traveler. We can rescue Victoria. And Penny's like, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how to get there. Sorry. And Josh is like, that's fine. We can just use the fountain because he knows which one it is. And they're all like, amazing. The problem, he says, are the magic dick buckets waiting to vaporize us. And like, the writing room, just imagine what they didn't put in the show. I know. You know how it's probably written, though? Like, the whole, all their actions and (laughs) without the lines. It's probably hilarious. Uh, Back at the physical house, Julia and Quentin are now at the physical. Everybody's going through the physical house. And Julia sees all the photos of everyone having fun. And I really wanted to be like... When are the photos with Quentin in them? Shut the fuck up. Where did they go? What have they done? (laughs) Anyway, she says, it looks fun. And he's like, you were supposed to be here. And she's like, no, I get it. I needed to figure out what magic is for. It's for fixing things. And Quentin goes, everything I've been able to fix doesn't matter. Julia says, well, if fixing big things was easy, everyone would do it. So... No one has had an ego check. Like, it is kind of true. But also, Julia thinks she's on a mission from a goddess to discover a new kind of magic. So she's all up in herself again. I know. It's kind of funny how people do that. They're like, I'm on a big mission. Now I have to talk like this. Everything is so clear now. You know. Now I understand the universe in a way that you do not. No, you don't. And it's like... (laughs) You both just, like, apologize for fucking up in this quest for magic. Can you just figure out that, like, you don't know? Neither of you know? No one knows. No one knows. Um, Back at Josh's pad, Alice is trying to strategize how they get to the fountain. And Penny is like, can I help? And she's like, look, what happened between us? And he's like, stop. It was fun. I respect you. We're friends. And, like, I want a friend like Penny. He's so, like, emotionally mature. (laughs) Like, we're cool. Don't worry. We don't and have to like, like get together. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Um, and then Alice is like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad that Quentin might not see Fillory. But also then I remember that I hate him. And Penny is like, Quentin is irrelevant and you're using him as an excuse to angst. Yeah, just to whine and cower like you always do. Like, stop it. Yeah. And then that works because the next scene is like, I'm going to make everybody invisible. <laughs> i've got an idea superpower boom it's a pretty good plan all they have to do is hide themselves to the fountain which is not that far and keep the pirate gangs from like seeing them and we can all tell that elliot is gonna fuck it all up he's gonna sink the whole plan like we can already tell well he's already like you can just see he's out of it like- he's out of it he doesn't care he's not engaged and then we see a missing carrot Mm. Elliot definitely ate a carrot freaking self-destructive speaking of Julie and Quentin go back to London 1942 where air Mm. raid sirens are literally going off as planes fly overhead because it's London 1942 take a history class yeah and you know what this thing this device they have it looks like an old camera 
I where did they get it? Who did they steal this from? How did they know it existed? Well, this they looked giant... it up because of that class, and so I guess they had the project archive somewhere in Breakbills, and they stole it from there. That's only we just Dude, we never get to see these heists. You ever notice that we never get to see the heists? Was sitting around for as long as Breakbills has been around, it wouldn't be sitting there. It'd be in someone's dorm room, because <sighs> as we know, like this class is like Fillory is real. This third year class already knew it. Yeah, like it's so weird. Um, but anyway, we jump back and forth between. London 1942 and the Netherlands. And in the Netherlands, the Scooby gang are invisible following Alice's direction around the pirates and Elliot. We just watch him. We're like, don't fuck it up. Stop. He is tripping balls. (laughs) He's so high that he just stands there and he stares at one of the pirates. And I think he wants to die in that moment, or he's just going to let himself be like blasted with battle magic. You know what I mean? Like, it's like he wants to feel something, whether it's like fear or the yeah. pain of death or something. Like he doesn't I don't know. Try to run, and then out of nowhere, the guy gets shot, and Margot's like, "Yeah, I brought a gun." Thanks, Margot. <laughs> I mean, I do love Margot. Like she's staying on task here. It's because of this stuff that we love her because yeah. she's like, "I am focused. I might be fun and carefree, but damn it, I know what the hell I'm doing." <laughs> yeah, and they run from the fountain, and everyone makes it. But Penny, who has to throw battle magic at Eve, and he kills her, I think. Unintentionally. He like her. Um, and he jumps through the fountain. And then Julia and Quentin find Jay and Chatwin. This is the biggest leap in logic that in all of London, even with diaries and the book, that you're going to find Jay and Chatwin in like five minutes and be able to follow her. But anyway... They follow her to a phone booth, which opens to Fillory, and Julia and Quentin step into Fillory for the first time, and they're in a magical forest, and the music is like, and Quentin looks like he's about to cry. I mean, Julia turns to see something, and she's like, Q, and he turns, and they both have tears in their eyes, and they see a distant castle with rotating spires. Mm Mm-hmm. And the episode ends on magic. Oh, doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it? I can't imagine that the show would do anything to pop this bubble that I'm feeling right now. I know. But hey, finally, 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 we are in Fillory. We got there. (laughs) Finally. Theoretically, because everyone jumped through the fountain, everybody made it to Fillory. We don't know when or where. How far apart they are in time. We don't know any of this right now. But everyone is on their way to Fillory. That would have been interesting had they stepped through to Fillory and they just ended up being in their time because they're supposed to be. But you know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Yeah, but it wouldn't. Well, actually, we don't know what would make sense because we don't know how time works in Fillory at all. We don't know anything. (laughs) It's so weird. So weird. But yeah, it's taken the whole season to get here. Julia met a goddess. Everyone's going to Fillory. We're like, oh my god, adventure! And you know what I just know what I noticed? Hmm. Like when they did the those people were trying to attack them when they're jumping into the Fillory fountain. The, mm-hmm. the other ones, the only ones who could do the battle magic were Alice and Penny, and they were because they were the ones practicing without the emotion. I mean, bottles. that makes sense. Yeah, they were the only ones actually prepared to do it. I thought that was funny. That was like, see, see, I, the show is smart i'm i'm really enjoying it i feel like not many shows hold up to this kind of scrutiny on rewatch but like i really love it still it's great i like it too. i love all the and touches. i'm actually um i yeah. started rereading or re-listening to the audiobook of the first book so Boo. sorry i love yeah. grossman i like your second book better well i gotta get there so <laughs> yeah i just both in the book and the story it or in the TV show, I feel like Julia's story is great. So interesting. Yeah. I was like, I, I got really confused about stuff that was happening, especially because Julia's situation happens in book two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait a minute, what's going on? I, I don't remember the way this was playing out the way it is with her. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, is it told through flashback? Is I, I, or, right. Am I missing something? And It's a bit different because in the, book it's i think it's julia goes to like france and they're all living in like a mansion as they were it's like a long-term project they're all working on instead of yeah. her apartment and like we spend a lot more time with them 
Yeah, it's but. really you see more of why she's going through what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we also want to ask who's the Watcher woman. Like, I I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I'm not saying. And I mean, especially now that they know about time loops, almost anything is possible. Right. And how are they going to defeat the beast? Like, who's to say they couldn't run into the Chatwins, especially now that um, Quentin and Julia just followed Jane? Is Jane standing five feet away from them? Like, who the fuck are you? Like, hey, wait a minute. I wasn't. <laughs> right? <laughs> how far did she get before they came out? Right. That's her? what I'm wondering. <laughs> like, did you? I mean, I would have just noticed some, like, two people walking up behind me. Like, Especially hey. to adults. You are a child. <laughs> two adults like, coming at you. And American. And they're American. Like what's what's going on with you Yanks? What are you doing here? Yeah, um, it sounds weird to me saying that. I don't know. So yeah, so what did you think, audience? Reach out to us. Come on, um, get us on the socials. How do you feel about Alice's hair? And what else should we track? Because I'm going to be tracking whether we cover future seasons or not. I will be tracking it on my rewatch because it drives <laughs> me heckin' crazy. Orlean is on Twitter and Instagram at Spooky Orlean. You can check the show notes. The Rewatch Recap was brought to you by me, Dustin Holden. You can find the show on Instagram at The Rewatch Recap. Or you can find me on TikTok at Dustin underscore Holden. Find me there for my weird-ass sense of humor, amongst other silly things related to my other show, Dustin Can Read and Watch. Speaking of which, my email is the same as the other show. You can reach me at DustinCanReadPod at gmail.com. Next week is the big season one finale. So I'm excited and scared because I can't totally remember what's in this versus season two. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, no. Ooh. I, I don't. I, I think I know some of the stuff that's coming. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to. I mean, none of us think they're going to defeat the beast, right? This cluster of emotional fuck ups. Come on. Yeah. This ragtag group <laughs> of magicians. This isn't Star Wars. Like, this is. No. This is trying to be more real. They're not as skilled as they like. They think they are anyway. Like someone's probably going to lose an arm. Let's be real. If they don't all exactly. die. <laughs> I mean, they'll be lucky if they do just that. So. Right. So make sure you get caught up, audience. Grab your travel button and prepare for battle. And make sure you stay safe, everybody. Bye. Bye.